This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Glass City. This is one of the nicknames for the Northwest Ohio city of Toledo. In the late 19th century, as industrial production ramped up stateside, Toledo became known for specializing in glass, in particular window panes and, in time, windshields, convenient given its proximity to neighboring Michigan's automobile assembly capital, the Motor City. After American inventor Michael J. Owens developed a way to mechanize glass bottle production in 1908, drastically reducing the per-unit cost of the formerly handmade storage containers, demand for bottles surged in the burgeoning soda pop and macro brew sectors, and the glass city's capacity grew to match. Toledo's manufacturing sector survived through wartime and thrived post-war, but, like the Midwest and America at large, slowly declined as globalization shipped manufacturing overseas, and the town transitioned to a service-based economy. Enter Pat Giamarco, an Italian-American immigrant and the son of a pizza maker who, in 1978, opened a pizzeria of his own in the Toledo suburb of Oregon, Ohio. The pie shop at the town named for a state within a state was popular with Ohioans and expanded statewide entrenching itself as a Buckeye fixture until the 2000s, when franchising entrepreneur Jack Buderak laser-targeted the company for national and eventually international expansion. Buderak, impressed by Giamarco's consistency across locations, added restaurants like a Midwest pizzeria Ray Kroc, scaling up its footprint and eventually taking the reins from Giamarco as CEO. Today, four decades after its Oregon-Ohio origin, the once hyper-local haunt has quietly become the sixth biggest pizza chain in the United States, with over 900 locations, and has a presence in three dozen foreign countries. So if this growth continues unabated under Buderak's stewardship, perhaps some distant day, the town that's referred to as the Glass City may instead become known as the Pizza City. This week on Doughboys, Marco's Pizza. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Doey Janella, the Spoonman Mike Mitchell. Wow, all right. Using Shout out guest. to last week's guest, uh, Kevin Ford sent that one in, roastspoonman at gmail.com. Wrestler Joey Janella, who, who, uh, who let us have his presence on the podcast last week. A lot of fun. Kevin Ford, more like uh, Kevin Board, I was going to say. That's good. I got too sad. I banded Chip. Weiger, what made you sad about that? Just, you know, just the fact that it wasn't really good. Oh, I thought it was very good. <laughs> Weiger, Josh Weiner, our friend yes. Josh Weiner, gave me a pizza. He's been doing a lot of like, he's from Detroit. He's been doing a lot of pizza eating. And he gave me a, yes. a pizza from, from the Instagram account at milled to spill, M I L L E D. Two, the number two, spill, S P I L L. They're making. If you're in Chicago in the Chicago area, they're making kind of a 
uh, um, it's kind of a mix between like a Detroit style and then what's the square pizza? Is it Sicilian? Uh, I get. I always knew the square one as Detroit style, but Emma is nodding along with Sicilian. Sicilian is the the big square style. Got it. But um, he sent me this pizza. Didn't get you one, of course. Um, uh, which I like even more about this whole situation. I cooked it up the other night. It's fantastic, Nick. If you're in the Chicago area, you get it. They're working with um, they're 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 running raffles to to donate money to an organization, and the organization is Asada's Daughters. A S S A T A apostrophe S Asada's daughters. So check that out and check out that pizza. It was really great. The crust was 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 phenomenal, Wags. It was really wow. really good. Give us a name one more time. The of the it's it's milled to spill. M I L L E D to spill. Yeah, number two wow. and then spill. Like you, I am milled to spill. <laughs> I was built to spill. It was the pizza was fucking fantastic. And what what do you, yeah? What's your message to Weiner? A Weiner. Bring Weiger a pizza. We're friends. See, this is the this is the bring the Weiger proof is, a slice. the The proof is in the pudding. I am his friend, and you are not. Mm. I mean, that's fair. But I but we're associates, and that counts for something. You don't bring associates pizza. I think you can if you want to be nice. Uh, Roastspoonman at gmail.com If you have an insult you like me use on Mitch at the top of the show. Uh, also, howdy ho to Spoon Nation. We got a funny. I mean, one of the funniest guests there is. Very exciting. So embarrassing doing that in front of him, of course. Um, but I got us a, a little drop here, Wags, and we're going to play it live. That's what we're doing now. Wow. So here we go. The Red Rocker, Sammy Hagar. What? The Red Rocker? That's what he's known as. Sammy Hagar, a Van Hagar frontman, the iteration of Van Halen without David Lee Roth. Mm. I did, I, you know, I have a fondness for the man. I read his autobiography. Um, did you really? I did, yeah. My Life in Red. You're an odd bird, Wags. What I like about Hagar is that he's one of those guys who's just, uh, he has great pipes. And we should introduce our, our, our guest in one second here. He has great pipes, obviously. But mm-hmm. but he also, uh, he has like one of these incredible minds for business. And so you read his book and, he's, and it's just always things like he saw Van Halen was, was spending all this money on booking travel. So he's like, I'm just going to start my own travel agency and all book Van Halen's travel. So he was, his band, he was paying himself through his own band to, to book the company's travel. And then it's also things like he he invested in um, mountain bikes just before the mountain bike craze of the 90s, got got rich off of that. Um, he uh, he is a co-owner of what it was, was at one point the number two fire sprinkler company in America. You go in any office building, there's like a 40% chance that one of those sprinklers you see is owned by Sammy Hagar. How about that? Can I be real with you? Yeah. This is just some of like, the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> He's a remarkable figure. 
I gotta give I gotta give credit really quick. That that yes. uh, that drop was from roast beef a weefs, roast beef a and then w e e f s, uh, who writes thanks for la- fa- thanks for laughs during all the chaos. It means everything. Very nice. Thank you. Wow, that's uh, nice. Roast beef a weefs. Spoonman drops at gmail.com. That's where you send it, Wags. Send that in. And hey, we 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 do have to introduce our guest. We have one bit of news that we should that we should get out up top, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a little bit of a of a, of a uh, of a new uh, why am I having trouble saying this we have a new hire that's what I'm trying yes. to say we have a new hire mm-hmm. uh, just as Sammy Hagar once talked about going higher higher uh, in his song Dreams uh, we have a new hire of our own our new social media manager Robert Persinger the Drop Woo-hoo! King aka he just the, drop drop. King. the Drop King the Drop King is King. now an employee of Doughboys Media he is joining our producer wow. Emma uh, to help us out here so welcome aboard, Persinger. Hell yeah, welcome, Robert. We've officially buried Yusong's corpse. Yeah, he was fired and then killed, and now he's in hell. So uh, the cycle has been so completed. So enjoy hell, Yusong. He, he didn't commit any sins other than working for Doughboys Media. Uh, but that's so, the one that sends you there. That's the one that says you should know that's your that's the fate that awaits you, Persinger. But welcome aboard. We're happy to have you. Uh, a lot of our social media posts will be courtesy of the Drop Gang. There's only fucking black tea in hell, too. Sorry, you song. <laughs> Our guest today is an actor and comedian. You know him from many places, including Kroll Show. John Daly is back on the podcast. Hi, John. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Good to yeah, uh, how are you good doing? To, good to be here. Um, I'm doing weird and uh, yeah. doing good. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, thanks for giving me something to do. It's been this is already great. <laughs> this is already great. I'm already having like stimulation and. Having to like um, get in the mode of of getting you know even ready to be seen on a computer image is uh, you know does something to you psychologically that I appreciate. So that's right. It's good. Like not having to get yourself ready to encounter other people every day necessarily is the worst thing about. Or, or it's very depressing mm. basically. Yeah. So you have to. Yeah. Even talking to people on the phone is kind of weird. But anyway, I don't want to bum you guys out. Here we are. It's Dope Boys. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Boom, man! <laughs> um, but yeah, good to see you guys. I haven't seen you guys in months. And it's been I, a while. I, I have to say, um, not to... Uh, well, I the, the first time I was on, I had never heard the podcast. And I was coming on cold. And I was kind of like a little bit guns blazing. But this time, my plan... And, and now I listen to, the point is I listen to every episode now, like I'm addicted to it. And, wow. and you, you guys wow. really, um, for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's so entertaining. You guys are so good at it. I have to compliment you. I just, I listen to every episode, Nick, I think you should be able to win some sort of web webby or something for your, <laughs> for your, the writing and your introductions. So funny. And, wow. um, it's about Mitch, the ceiling of my talent, a webby award. Yeah, <laughs> it's the yeah. highest I can achieve. I hope. Well, it's my big hope for you. So <laughs> that's my big hope. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's my spiel. Yeah. Thank you, John. Um, that's very nice ha- of you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, Wagner, have you ever have you ever won a? No, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Come on, you're on a. Well, you're say, you might as well show. say it. You have to say it. We're among friends here. I was I was gonna try I was gonna I was gonna try to you know Webby is kind of like you know it's kind of like I was gonna try to say like some sort of load that you shot off. Did you ever win a Webby? Got it. No, I never won an award for a load I shot. Whoa! <laughs> never got any sort of cum medal. That That's what I you're never got a cum, you never got a cum medal. No. Is there a cum medal at the at the uh, porn awards? 
biggest nut. Yeah. It, it's it's like the palm door. It's the highest you can achieve. His nut was measured at 90 milliliters. That's not Is that enough, a lot or a little? Prob- That's probably know. actually not enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a metric dude. <laughs> Neither am I. Oh, I'm not a metric dude either. We all three of us, the non-metric I don't, dudes. I don't roll metric. It confuses me. I'd just rather go with the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me standard. Hey, I'm, <laughs> hey John, I want. I want to also say that you. Uh, you 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 gave us some comfort during this quarantine, and that uh, the curb season rolled right into the into the quarantine. It was the last. Uh, oh yeah, kind of, that's and, true. And you, and, you, and you were very funny in that. In the, thank this, you so much. Season. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That was such a big honor, obviously, to be a part of. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were great. Pretty good. Thanks, it, man. Of course. That was kind of, that kind of was the last um it felt like one of the last shows that kind of crossed over into everything that was going on. And then Yeah, they, it was then, right. It was kind of curb and as far as shared cultural moments, it was like curb your enthusiasm, people were watching, that kind of bled into our, you know, our our current um a pair of crises that we're living through more yeah. more than a pair but two two prime crises that we are living through in this current moment and then tiger king and then tiger king yes tiger king tiger was another king. one and the other one that i thought of is a uh, last dance i think was the other one that was everyone was talking about last dance once we kind of settled in right the chicago bulls documentary i haven't seen mm. that yeah i gotta get uh i cut cable for some reason i was just like i gotta cut cable i don't know why but uh i gotta see last dance it's important I, we we cut cable too. We did the cord cutting thing, yeah. and then we spliced it back together because we realized. Oh, you did. <laughs> th- thankfully, because we have you know we're we're very fortunate enough to have enough disposable income to be able to pay for uh, entertainment sources, and so we were just like we like having television. I like having the news. I like having you know not the the. the not that the, the news you get on cable television all that great or anything, but I mean it's just like having a news source, uh, and yeah. then the, and then just like like yeah like the TV having to not have to curate your own content is such a big thing. Like not having right. to be like I have to decide what I'm going to watch, but rather hey this thing is on and I will just let that decision be made for me. Like that I to agree. me, I, I I love that. I love that aspect of regular ass TV. That's Mitch, part I know of you're why TV I stopped. Man. I feel like that's part of why I stopped in a way. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I just realized that I was watching, like, here's what I watch. Antiques, Roadshow, Shark Tank, <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, sports sometimes. Right. But I just kind of figured, like, ah, whatever. I'm not going to, like, that's really what I watch on, like, live TV. Yes. Um, unless there's something, rarely there's, like, something on that I'll watch. But, yeah, that I, I was kind of, like, I'd rather my TV watching or entertainment consumption be kind of uh, uh, purposeful or, like, mm. kind of uh, uh, oriented in some way or else just do something else besides watch TV. Does it work? It doesn't work. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really work because, you know, there's, there's video games and all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. But, uh, anyway, go ahead, I, Mitch. I... I, I for me, I just I like the um, I like just churning on a movie at some random point and and just and go like a for instance in Weiger, actually this this kind of goes into a question with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I turned on AI the other day, which I brought up in an uh, episode recorded uh, that will come out later. But yes. um, uh, I watched the end of it and it made me tear up. The end of AI is such a sad beautiful ending. Movie. Beautiful movie. And why the past, past guest Haley Joel Osment, who has Haley Joel a Osment. wonderful well, performance that, in that movie. The best. So, so I'll get to that. I'll get that in a second. But Wagner, I do got to ask: Are you a mecca or are you a specialist? What are you? 
Okay, so I need a little. I need a little bit of clarity because it's been a while since I've seen the film. What, the mecha, what is, I remember Mecca. What is a specialist? The Mechas are are basically what Haley Joel Osment plays, and then the specialists are the evolved form of Mecca. Oh right, the What's future Jude ones. Law? Jude, Law Jude Law is, is a Mecca, I think. He's Gigolo Joe. He's at the Flesh Fair. Uh, and, but he is a mecha, right? That would be his classification. He is. He's. He's like a. He's like a fuck mega. A mecha. He like. Yeah. Fu- <laughs> he, people fuck use. Mech. Which I think. I think Weiger is like a gigolo Joe personally. Yeah, got a little spring in your step. Think I'm a little fuck machine. I think you're a little <laughs> fuck machine. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jesus Natalie Christ. purchased you. <laughs> she get her money back. Um, I think the. <laughs> I will say I, I don't I think that I probably relate more to the Mecca state because the Mecca's like the 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 specialists are like so they've like transcended uh, mor- mortality right it's just like they yes. exist in this future world where they know they know all and everything like I I feel like more like the Mecca who's just like I'm sort of like disconnected from humanity I can observe it and try to understand it but I know that this is not exactly who I am. You know what I mean? I, I guess that if I was going to pick the two, I would say probably so Mecca. You're, so you're a Mecca. All right. Yeah. Mitch, I think you're whatever the teddy bear is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Teddy. I, I, agree, I agree that I'm I am like Teddy. teddy. You're like Teddy. <laughs> Teddy's great. I'm Haley Joel Osment. I'm his character. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, so the other, the other movie that I just turned on the other night that was just on, and they must have just like, they, you know how like they, sw- they, they switch up what they have in their... In the in the in the movie queue every uh, every few months, yes. where like every so it must have just switched up because Sixth Sense was on. And I was watching Sixth Sense, and uh, man, let me tell you, back to back movies in the same day. I got a double dose of Haley Joel Osment. Two performances I wish that I could ever give in my life. He gives in those two movies as a child. He's he's yeah. so good in both. Incredible. He's so good, so good. Yeah, incredible. Six Sense is great. I didn't like it back in the day because I thought I was like above it because like I thought that I figured out the. The, the the twist and I didn't I did I didn't know the twist I got I think your I can... goat I got you I, I see you you're in the theater wait what did you think the twist was I mean I just like at the end I was like I knew that like I think I convinced myself oh that you I convinced knew yourself it. that you knew it ahead of time oh. I didn't fucking know shit I'm a fucking idiot my dad claims that he figured it out my dad's a pretty smart man so I believe him. But there's a possibility that he just sort of saw it and was just like, eh, I knew it all along. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I choose to believe him, but it's possible he was BSing. People who can figure out the twists in those movies should be called twist busters. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many twists have you busted? The Happening? Did you bust that twist? Twist busters. <laughs> I would watch a twist buster show or, t- or, or a TV show of the, uh, or a movie, honestly. A twist busters. Yeah. yeah. Going around busting the twists. Good way to repurpose the MythBusters. Just make <laughs> twist busters. Busting a twist sounds like a way you win a cum medal. <laughs> Shoot out a cyclone. <laughs> uh, John, there was there was a, a bit of a, a, a bit of amazing breaking shoes we got before the record, uh, which involves our producer Emma. You have the same car. The two of you drive the same automobile. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Tell us about the car and tell us uh, what you like about it or dislike. But just just to let you know, Weiger has 10 minutes sch- scheduled out for this, for the fact that you and Emma have <laughs> yeah. the same car. Get ready for some weak tea, guys. It's the Volkswagen. <laughs> it's the Volkswagen GTI. Yeah. 
It's a good car. It's fast. And um, I yep. was obsessed with them when I was in high school because wow. my friend let me drive his and it was a stick shift. And I was like, I'm going to get this car. And then I got it. Yeah, they're just wow. a blast to drive. They're so fun. I've and had, they're little. They fit everywhere. Two. Oh, that's that's yeah. great. This is my first one, but my boyfriend's on his second one. So the How parking exciting. is bananas. Yeah, it's great. what are what are they called again? I, I lost that. the Volkswagen, Volkswagen GTI GTI mm. Golf GTI. Yeah, this All sounds right. like branded content. It it's does. not branded content. Not. The Doughboys can't be bought. But I I was yeah. just like I, <laughs> the the GTI. So it is a stick shift. Mine's actually not. Mine's an automatic. No, yours isn't. I'm a baby. I got one. No, no, I got an automatic because I am not. I'm not uh, gonna keep driving into like first gear, first gear in the yeah. horrible LA traffic. Right. I thought about it, but it's just not. I'm so glad that I didn't. Honestly, I had a stick shift. Was my first car, and it had a very. He- it was a. It was a Chevy Blazer SUV. It was. It was a used piece of shit. And it had a very, very heavy clutch. Like I had to put like the full, you know, like so uh, my full weight into to lower the clutch. But it was like such a difficult sh- stick shift to drive that I was like, I can't believe people drive like this. And then I drove another stick shift and realized it was just a shitty ass car. Yeah. It was just a real like I just had a completely like real like because it would stall out if I ever put, hit the clutch and then took my foot off the gas. It would stall out immediately. Yeah. Um. And and I was I just so to the point where I had to be braking and have my foot have my foot down on the clutch, be braking, and then also be feathering the gas pedal with the with my right foot as I was braking just to keep the car from stalling out. And I thought this was just how they work, but no, I just had a fucking I had a fucking lemon. I had a similar thing with <laughs> wow. with my high my high school car was a it was like a four speed Honda Civic hatchback, and uh, yeah, same thing. It was just kind of like. Uh, uh, crappy and like the, you know, it wasn't like you had to put all your weight on the clutch, but later on I would, I would drive just better cars and be like, Oh, that's just not, it's not that hard to drive stick. Right. I just had a crappy car that like drove like a bus <laughs> stick or the stick shift was like a bus stick shift, like with like, uh, you know, an accordion at the bottom. Um, Nick, I, I worked at an auto auction. Did I ever tell you that? Oh, shit. I don't think I know this. I worked at an auto auction one summer uh, in Quincy, the Quincy Auto Auction, um, wow. where you, they get cars and then, like, you know, like if they repossess cars or whatever. Or like, there was one car that, as Dana would say, he put a, a, a moon roof in the back of his head. He, uh, he shot himself in his car. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. That's grim. That's a gross way to say that. You're auctioning off a suicide car? Is that some kind of mob phrase that, like, <laughs> let's do a moonroof job on this? <laughs> anyway. And I remember it, it sat out in the, in the it, like, it sat out and they had to be, like, hosed out. It just, like, sat in the, on the, on the lot and it wasn't, like, hosed out or whatever. It's, it was so fucked up. But so uh, it had, like, caked blood inside? More than blood, yeah. But oh but, uh, god! Oh, so it was like um, a police. It was a police reclamation thing. Like yeah, there was there was sell. a lot, of it. and yeah. then yeah, people would people would would, and then they also like kept the overflow of cars there. And I would and I had to move a bunch of stick shift cars, and I would just be fucking grinding the shit out of them because I didn't know how to drive stick. <laughs> I would just fucking grind. <laughs> grind them all the way down the hill and that's how i fell in love with ultimas because the ultima and maxima <laughs> were there and uh and i and i i was like this is like a nice boring man's car this ultima i think that will be my car of choice and then i so i became an ultima guy for that was my first car was the was the nissan ultima your first car was ultima and you still have you still drive an ultima i've had two cars in my life two ultimas wow, wow. hey yeah. you should you should be an influencer for nissan 
<laughs> give you all the new cars. My my next car is I don't think I'm going to get a Nissan. I think I'm going to move on. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Maybe maybe we can maybe we can maybe you can just have the internet pick my new car, whatever it is. Yeah. Mm. Uh, to vote for Mitch's new car, right? Yes. And yep. then a, a funny email. Of a, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna end up in the fucking Oscar Mayer fucking Wiener Mobile because that's what everyone will vote for. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's the funniest. I, a, a big pain to park, I would imagine. That I mm. I've have you guys ever seen the Wiener Mobile in the wild? I saw it once on the freeway. It blew my mind. Yeah, it was in the Gelson's parking lot near uh, UCB one time. It was just wow. parked there for like a weekend, and I I got an up close look. And uh, let me tell you, it was exciting. It's a real thrill. Let me guess, Weiger. You're a sizeist, Weiger, so I'm guessing that that wiener isn't that the wiener mobile isn't that impressive in person. All right, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Try picking um, up a date. In the- <laughs> <laughs> so, John, the last time we had you on, we reviewed yes. Wetzel's pretzels. Yeah. Um, and we did not. I, I mean, we had an. I think Mitch and I had an okay experience. You did not have a great experience, but I'm curious in the in the intervening years in the time since you since you. Uh, uh, visited us last. Have you had many, much in the way of soft pretzels? Uh, what has been your a, any pretzels of note? Um, I got. I've only gotten soft pretzels in uh, literally at the at the Red Lion in Silver mm. Lake. Uh, oh man, with like that good mustard. But um, so that's my pretzel. Eating none of them were covered in any sort of cinnamon sugar <laughs> or uh, <laughs> or Parmesan cheese. But um, no, I haven't. I haven't really. Um, I wouldn't say I have. Yeah, I don't really um, have I. No, because I went to Di- I went to Disneyland. Actually, I went to Disneyland at a magical time. It was like it was March fifth, and wow, it was right when COVID was hitting, but nobody was like doing anything yet. And like I went to Disney, and nobody was there. It was absolutely empty, and it was like five minute max lines on every ride wow so you could that's run, amazing you could run from ride to ride and it was a beautiful perfect day and it was really amazing got a distant dream now nothing nothing can beat those those disney those good disney days they rule that was yeah i know that it was so great and that was the last time i was like i'm gonna get a big hot pretzel and then i got churros instead so i lied i don't didn't <laughs> yeah I, the better the better choice honestly i think is the churro you did you did well i think mm, part of wetzel's pretzels unappeal is for me, like their aesthetic and their everything's under this glow lamp too, and it's just like ugh. They have their pepperoni pretzel under this glow lamp, and <laughs> it just feels weird. This is gross. Yeah, uh, but let's. But you you moved on to the topic of of theme park eats, and I did want to ask yeah. you about that as well because you've been on our, on one of our one of our buddy podcasts, podcast the ride. Yes. I know. Uh, yes, as, the best. As, as a theme park, a great podcast, and as a theme park attendee as someone who mm-hmm. frequents these uh these homes of amusement what do you what do you what do you go to for eats um where do we go we went to new orleans um mm. at the uh you mean uh that that uh, i've been to new orleans that crazy like uh jambalaya restaurant there oh yes this is disneyland? in new orleans yeah new yeah orleans square and but that's in, unique to disneyland do you mean do you mean kind of like I'll take all Eats. comers. Any anything you like to get at any amusement park, anything that comes to mind, or any favorites you've had in the past. Um, I love churros. Anytime I can dip a churro into chocolate, that's just amazing. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, what else? I, I I love caramel corn. I but I'll, I'll get that at the ArcLight too. Like, there's no uh, what what's like a typical 
Yeah. I guess no, because I don't. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I always do the math. I'm kind of like, do I want to feel like shit in 15 minutes? And then yeah. I don't do it a lot. And I'll just like kind of like, you know, but, but. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I don't know. I don't I don't fre- I don't think I frequent them enough. But what 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 about you guys? Well, I do I will say you we were talking about pretzels mm-hmm. and I I brought up pretzels and we talked about them a little bit and then when you you mentioned Disneyland, the Mickey shaped pretzel is yeah, just a good. lot of fun. That's great. And it's nice. not the best quality pretzel, but the novelty of it being shaped like Mickey and then usually you've got some sort of dipping sauce. I just think that's a real hoop. The cheese sauce. You go with that cheese sauce. Cheese sauce, sauce is great. Yeah. I love that. It's a little Hannibal Lectory, though. You're eating Mickey's face right there. Isn't that a little strange? No. Well, well I mean, <laughs> I think he's he's cool with it. It's like the body of Christ. It's not actually his. I don't think transubstantiation is taking place. All I'm, right, I'm, fair I'm, I'm not Catholic, so I don't believe that it's actually Mickey's flesh you're eating. Well, let me run back. we we'll run that by Iger and see uh, if it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> An Ithaca alum, Bob Iger. An Ithaca oh, yeah? alum. Wow. Yeah, what a shame. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, I am with you, John, that I, I love uh, churros. I, I, a churro is like I got a churro and a Coca-Cola when I go to a Disney park. I, I was just talking about this on Podcast Ride. We talked about churros specifically, but I want to tell you that I differ from you in that I don't – I like a classic Disney churro without any dipping sauce. Don't give me any of the dipping wow. sauces. Wow. I just like it straight up. What about cookie butter? You don't cookie like that butter. cookie butter. Oh, man. I n- I I've never that. had. Maybe I've never had cookie butter. I've had it's it. It's that Biscoff cookies that are like, yeah, uh, yeah. I've had it a couple times. It's it's ridiculous. It's very really? good. I would I would never think of dipping a churro in it. It's like frosting. Yeah. Wow. That sounds delightful. It's pretty good. It rocks. I don't know how I feel about adding another butter into my <laughs> diet, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on four or five butters today. <laughs> 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 I don't know how many butters I can eat in a day at Disney. I, I for me, that the churro is is the number one, and then uh, just a recent one um, is the uh, in Star Wars Land. Yeah, it's the it's the uh, oh fuck now I forgot the name of them. The, the drink, the hot dog, the no oh. the, the 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 dogs there. The uh, what are they called? Wags? But you mean the Ronto wrap? Ronto oh wraps. Yes, <laughs> yes, the Ronto wraps. Describe the Ronto wrap to people who maybe not uh, maybe aren't familiar with the uh, the Star Wars Land. It's like it's like a hot dog in like a pita with some slaw and pieces of like shawarma basically or 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 a kebab like a like a beef kebab or or lamb kebab in it. it's so it's great it's like one of the best disney food adventure inventions since the park opened it's it's it is like it's now a thing that I need to get when I go there it's like it is my number one food spot wow. I also like the pizza port what is the drink that they have there? Uh, the blue, it's like it's like force juice or something. Uh, yeah, the the the, the milk, that. the um, the, oh, the blue it's milk. milk, right? Ugh, yeah, milk. Yeah, gross. Yeah, give me some milk. It's ninety five <laughs> degrees. That's what you like to load up on a hot day outside. Yeah, <laughs> they were trying to do they were they were trying to do a butter beer thing, and I just don't think it worked right. at all. Right, because it was milk, not beer. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and they, I think they had to go back to because like the base of it is like coconut milk. I think like I think mm. there is like a there, I think there is a milk component, and I think if they yeah. want to make it work, it should look like blue milk and just be like a frozen blue drink. It should be like right. an icy. It should be like a blue icy that looks like blue milk. 
Nick, what do you guys know? What Ronto? What is Ronto? Great question. I, it is. It escapes. I'll show you. Me. I'll show you a Ronto. But okay. you. But you mean lore wise? Like, what is a Ronto within like the Star Wars a, universe? Exactly. I'm just. I don't think I'm familiar enough. Yeah. I'm. You know what? They have a lot of uh, a lot of what they they've invented for Star Wars land, which I looked up because I'd forgotten the name of as we were talking. Galaxy's Edge. That's what it's yeah. called on the it remote cool. frontier planet of Batu is where it takes place. They invented nice. another planet for it for some reason. Um, but yeah, I, I think a lot of the lore they have in there. I'm not sure how much it's tied to existing Star Wars canon. Um, I, I'm I'm curious. I'm gonna look up Ronto rap right now. You don't know off the top of your head, do you, Mitch? What, what the animal is? Correct. Here's here here here's here's the Ronto. Wikipedia. Here we go. Um, Cobb Vanth. There it is. We got a couple unruly Rontos that could use a steady hand. Can you handle that? Cobb Vanth <laughs> to Malakili. That, fa- that famous Cobb Vanth line. Um, so the Ronto is, uh, for anyone, for people who aren't looking at the screen, which is everyone except for the four of us, uh, listening to this now, there, it's like a, it's a quadrupedal creature kind of with the body of a rhinoceros or an elephant, uh, but then a long extended, almost like cobra like neck with some flaps coming out of it. I'll I'll tell, I'll tell you exactly where it, in, in, when, when they redid the original sequels, I'm sorry, the original trilogy, when they go to Mos Eisley and the and the one animal stands up on its back legs where they're coming got through, it. that's the Ronto. Here, right. Here's a picture. Yes. That's a picture of that moment. Kind of oh, got wow. a dinosaur's beak here. Uh, you know, some I guess you'd kind of call them uh, like llama ears. It's real, got a, real a, real a lot of, of a extra skin or, or or bones. Maybe that it stores water in that. I imagine that big. That would make piece. sense. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. explain that second tab you got open there? Yeah, the second tab really <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god tab reading nick weiger only fans with, not a question with a question mark <laughs> nick weiger only fans nick thunder weiger on twitter all right there we go <laughs> nothing nothing showed up so the ranta so i guess what you were assuming is that the ronto is yes it was for the 1997 a new hope that that is where it was created oh wow okay. and the ronto wrap is a hot dog made from its meat that's what we are assuming Right. Yes. Do you want me to show you the Ronto ro- the Ronto wrap? Yeah. Let's just... get a Ronto wrap. Let's look at this. Wow. Ronto there it is. Look at this. Oh, it's a gyro. Yeah. It very much. It looks like a basically a gyro with a Put big a old dog. sausage in the middle. Yeah. Put hot a dog hot dog in, in a gyro. Brilliant. We'll check out unexpectedly geeky's page on it. It's oh, like it's a an alien here. made it. Aliens don't know the hot dogs don't go into pitas. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted pork, grilled pork sausage, peppercorn sauce, and tangy <laughs> slaw wrapped in pita bread. Yeah, that's the description. I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge and daily since with your recent Disneyland visit. I assume you've been there. You've been to Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars park. I have. Yeah. So here's the thing. So so here's the deal. I wanted to review Galaxy's Edge and you said no. And you said we can't do it. I have to go with Natalie first. And now you have. And now it's been a good. How long has it been open? A year and a half. Yeah, we didn't have time. Oh, okay. I'm going to say this. So I know in Galaxy's Edge that you can't, that like the whole thing is that they're trying to present an immersive experience where they're not breaking the fourth wall of we are within the Star Wars universe, right? Like that's how mm-hmm. that's how the, the cast pro, cast members acted With out. characters walking around and having little mini stories. A little right. Bit. Yes. Yeah. So here's my question. If you have, say, an allergy 
uh, to a food and you are going to ask someone at a food stand about it, like, is that like a, do they give like an in-character answer to that? If you're like, hey, does this have nuts in it? Do they, uh, do they have to be like, well, this has the Naboo tree nut, which you, like, do they have to try to come up with some sort of (laughs) in-universe explanation for your food allergies? That's very, uh, Ren Fair. Yeah, I wonder. They, uh, if that happens, they just open up the Sarlacc pit you fall in. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Whoa. If you have an allergy, you're just killed? (laughs) Sarlacc isn't what I was looking for. I was looking for, uh... What does Jabba own? What's the thing Jabba owns? He has the a Sarlacc pit. Oh, it is Sarlacc. No, wait. I yeah, I mean, the Sarlacc... He has a Rancor He's... underneath. Rancor. The Rancor is underneath the pit. But the, but the Sarlacc is also a pit. And both both yes. are methods of execution he uses. But he doesn't own the Sarlacc He doesn't pit, own right? the Sarlacc. No one can own the Sarlacc, Wags. Got it. It's just a feature of the Tatooine landscape. Yeah. Yes. Bright bright suns to you, my boy. That's what they, they say. Bright suns to you in, in Star Wars land. I think Star Wars land sucks. Um, it's not great. You know what? The rides, I got to say, <laughs> not great. If you want to see Chewbacca uh, do a little sketch with BB-8, uh, then you're probably in heaven. I don't know. Couldn't, yeah, that sounds Couldn't fun. stand that. And then, the, Millenn- the Millennium Falcon ride is, ba- is legit not good, I think. It's very bad. It's like a, it's like a video game that you sit in. Like it's, yes. Yeah. It's, uh, not, even a, not even a good video game. No. And you're like, you have to interact with people around you. Oh, it's not... God. It's like it's what a nightmare. Uh, not good. It's not good. Yeah, that's not why I go to a theme park to interact with other people, and to, I, I also don't want to fail. I don't want to fail a ride. I know. Yeah, and they they give you a, a card that's like you're the pilot, you're the gunner, and you guys are engineers, and so you have to be like, oh great, I'm an engineer, and this four year old kid is the pilot. He gets to have <laughs> yeah. literally all the fun on the thing, and I'm in the back as the engineer, like pressing buttons when they light up. You have to like press buttons. Yeah, it stresses me out just hearing about it. The only time yeah. it is maybe fun is if you're in that pilot seat and you like never, as like a grown man, you never, the, they're never going to give you the pilot seat. Like ever, ever, ever. No. You're never going to get it. I was, I was with a group of people who had wrote it before, so they just were like, here, we've already done it. You can be the pilot. So I lucked out and got to That's be fun. the pilot. But, but you face palmed a five year old, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, come here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pile. I'm driving. Um. <laughs> the new ride is supposed to be great. The, really? The, yeah, I, I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I like the classic zone. Like, yeah, just going to Disneyland. I just want to do. I'm not ready. I'm ready for there to be a good ride there, but I wasn't like super into Star Wars. I got yeah, same same feeling yeah. basically. Same feeling. I I just feel like they like with all things with a lot of things they've done with the the Disney Star Wars. Uh, property, Disney's acquisition of the Star Wars intellectual property is that I think they just kind of overthought it and got too cute. Like, why do I? Like, why is it Batu? Who gives a shit about about Batu? I got Batu sucks. Batu I got to care about this new planet yeah. that never existed. Just make me. Just put on Tatooine. Or don't even worry about like it. Tatooine. It, it looks just yeah, like just make Tatooine. Tatooine. Yeah, make it Tatooine. And there are Jawas walking around, literally. So, yeah, doesn't yeah. have to be Batu. Just makes it less magical. That's also bad. put Cloud City in there. <laughs> Put Cloud City in there? Yeah. Yeah, put Cloud City in there. Why not? That's what people want to see. No one's going to be like, wait a minute. No one's going to get hung up on the logic of Cloud City being adjacent to to Tatooine. Yeah. No one gives a shit. And have the real real actors walking around. (laughs) Have the actors from the (laughs) movies there all the time. I want to meet Natalie Portman. She should be working there 10 hours a day, six days a week. Definitely. (laughs) 
John, did you say did you did you say that's bad to did you say that's bad too? Is that what you that said? That was a I had a Mitch moment there because I was going to say something that was incredibly bad, and then I didn't say it, but I let just enough out so that all you jerks are going to be up in my grill about it. No, but uh, yes, I, I was going to say it was something like that's bad. To Ween. Bad, bad to, that's bad too, or something like that. It would have yeah, been, that's that's good. It would have fallen. It's funny. Flat. It's funnier than anything we've said this entire time. I love it personally. <laughs> you guys are killing it. Come on. <laughs> my 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 other issue but, with it is is that it tries yeah. to be it does try to be on a timeline. It is like it's after mm. the Disney Star Wars movie came out, and it's like, no, we want to see like Gungans and dumb shit from the prequels and the original trilogy. Why did you make it yeah. just this? The why There's did you a, make it the the worst three Star Wars movies that we have to see see characters from? There should they be a Waterworld style uh, like theater show stunt show that oh, is all how gu- fun would all, that be? All Gungans and it's in the water like they dive into the water. So it's like Cirque. He's it's a like incredible Cirque pitch. Yeah, He's a right? great pitch. Cirque du Soleil, and you see, like, it's like Cirque du Soleil. Oh, so it's all diving and underwater antics. All Gungans. That rules. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, I what about Gung-Gung my Cloud style. City restaurant? I like your Cloud City uh, restaurant too. I think this is great. I like the idea of a fucking Gungan water show. Here's what they should do: convene a writers' room of a bunch of of men in their 30s and 40s who have thought about Star Wars their entire lives. Yeah, and let them pitch out ideas. And make and us don't try imagineers. To get too cute with it. Make us make imagineers. Us imagineers. We want to be imagineers. We've got solid gold here. Cloud City <laughs> Restaurant, Gungan Water Stunt Show. This would be these would be amazing attractions. Yeah, everyone loves Jar Jar. <laughs> um, John, John, you pointed out something good. There should be a there should be a Gungan style of the park too. Where Wy- oh man, where, you, can, you can meet Weiger. Opa Gungan style, and it's just him uh, presenting the sketch, and then uh, <laughs> presenting that amazing funnier die sketch, and then uh, ta- and then Q and A. For context, this came out in 2012, so there will be a lot of ultra topical references that have not aged well. But, but there would be a, mindset. like a Hall of Presidents Weiger with a, like a, <laughs> with a Lakers hat, on. and they're like, "Wow, like, it's so lifelike," and then it's like, "He's that's actually him." <laughs> oh man so we should talk a little bit because we have a pizza chain that we'll be reviewing this this week but i i'm curious before we get into this specific chain john what are your mm-hmm. pizza preferences what do you like to get oh. when I'm, t- I'm talking style i'm talking toppings uh the whole nine yards right i like new york pizza you know um grimaldi's like really burned thin crust mm. like oh, yeah. crispy um just good new york pizza generally and uh that's kind of it and things that are like that and so out here i like um i do tomato pie more than anything out here i think I like that's to- like tomato pie is good it's good and good delivery yeah tomato pie works and then Desano's is ex- is Desano's. like ex- excellent and mm. but nothing's real yeah so i guess i'm I like just really great pizza, but I also, when I go back to uh, my hometown, Pittsburgh, I, I, I like just like the fucking, like, uh, you know, nice fluffy pizza with kind of like sweet crust there. It's like, there's a different kind of Pittsburgh pizza going on. So, and it's not New York style at all. It's like not, I like it. Uh, yeah, I, I like that too, but and then I like all pizza, <laughs> I like you know <laughs> sausage calzones. Um, I 
but uh yeah i'm not, i i used to eat papa john's i've discovered that like yeah bad pizza is just really bad and it's bad for you and it makes you feel bad so right it's yeah. not it's not it's it's barely worth it to eat like bad stuff but once in a while i do i do do some dominoes and i i always kind of love it that is my that is my and Mitch and I are both Domino's partisans, but that is my go to if I just want like a trashy chain pizza. Domino's, yeah. I think, absolutely is the is the best of the bunch. Which we say is different. Like having Domino's is different from getting like Desano's and Domino's. That's like two different nights of food to me. That's that's one is one thing and one is the other thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like it's not, yeah. Not the same yeah. thing. Desano's, for people who don't know, it's like a you know, it's it's a it's an artisan pizzeria. You go in there, they're the pizzas. They have like a brick oven there, right? And they'll they'll just fire it up for you uh, yeah. straight away. And it's 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 a very high quality product, right? And and why? I've touched on this a little bit, but in Atlanta, we went to um, uh, Antico's. Yes, Antico's, 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 um, and. Um, they are that's 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 the original Desanos basically the guy the guy the guy who made Desanos basically paid the person who made Antico's money to create a ver- like a chain version of of Antico's the, the Desano guy yeah so, so like wow. counter ordering uh, they've got you know beer and wine there it's designed for consumption on the premises they've got like kind of like a big you know big long tables for communal dining. Um, and, and that's the kind a of thing that's yeah, incompatible with our current world. Yeah, DeSanos is a chain. I don't know. There's that. only a, there's a, there's only a few of them though. There, the, the the I think the first one is maybe in North Carolina. There's only there's only a few of them, but it's great. I mean, it is it's still it's Tom Brady's favorite pizza. Um, oh, it is. I didn't know that. It is. It's Tom Brady's favorite DeSanos. pizza. But I I want to I want to ask a question, uh, and I'll just share it. John, what is your what are your thoughts on this sandwich chain here? Permani Brothers. We're looking at Permani Brothers in Pittsburgh. Um, they are closed due to COVID. Um, planning your next meal? Find a location. Permani Brothers. So this is Permani <laughs> Brothers is a Pittsburgh. I think it was one location. It was kind of like a Cantor's feeling place mm. that became a chain. It's now a it's chain. Like a big in sit Pittsburgh. down deli. Big sit down deli, exactly. Um, and it became a chain, and it is. Based on the fact that uh, they have sandwiches with French fries on, and coleslaw on the sandwiches, so everything that's on your plate is on the sandwich. I have never, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm from Pittsburgh. I just have never liked it. I never got it. I just, wow. I don't, I don't know. It's, I've had it, you know, I've had it and I've just been like, there are French fries on my sandwich. Okay. Why did they put those on the sandwich? It's better to have French fries in a different state because they're yes. kind wow. of like a different, they're a ballast to your sandwich bite or whatever. And it's, they're soggy, you know, it's not my favorite place, but wow. people like it. People seem to like it. That's like the thing people say when they say Pittsburgh. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing. It's like, that's what the, that is the thing people say, but pit, people from Pittsburgh will be like, I, I don't know. I think that's some kind of like, I don't go there. Mm. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I've gotten a, I've got a similar reaction. I feel like from some Pittsburghians, Pittsburghers, Pittsburghers, Pittsburgh. Yeah. I've Pittsburgh. gotten some, from some Pittsburgh. That makes the boy. most sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard some Pittsburghers say, uh, similarly react to Pramonti's, how some Chicagoans react to Chicago deep dish pizza, which is right. kind of like, it's it's for tourists. It's for people not from here. Uh, not not to say every Chicagoan doesn't like uh, deep dish pizza, but I think I've, I that is, that is not necessarily a, a, a hyper unusual reaction. Right. And that's a very mm. specific thing, like especially deep, deep dish pizza. It's like a, you have to like... 
like a, a slice of cake that is yeah. yeah it's just so it's not yeah it's not good guys not so good. so don't don't order that on uh because gold belly you can order it i was thinking of of maybe getting it but maybe oh I won't. well hey give it a try you know why yeah, not? yeah why not yeah try everything you know true maybe i just want to take the fries out to put them on the side. Yes, fries. On, I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of fries. On it. There's. There's a place called Fat Sal's out here too, and uh, I do like Fat Sal's though. I like Fat Sal's. Yeah, and it's Jerry Ferrara Turtle from Entourage. It's his. Uh, it's his deli. I. I do. I do like. I do like. Actually, I think he now doesn't. He. He's now maybe left Fat Sal's. I think there was. There maybe was a some falling dra- out with. The I think there was some drama. Yeah. Bad Johnny moves. Drama. There's some <laughs> Johnny Drama at Fat Sal. <laughs> that Johnny Drama was Johnny Bananas. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but but um, I don't. I don't love like uh, I do like a Fat Sal sandwich, but also there when they mm. have the French fries on the sandwich, it's not my fries. Either like you said, sog it up or dry it out. It's one way or the yeah. other. It's it's yeah. it's, it's gonna. It, it's 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 just a, a kind of a weird thing to add to the sandwiches. I'm 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 not a I'm not a big proponent of 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 fries on the sandwich. Keep them on the side. I only ate I only like fries with ketchup. Like not there's that's the only thing I really enjoy. I only can mm. pretend I only pretend to enjoy garlic mayo. I'm just like, "Oh, this is okay. Well, here we are. It's garlic mayo. We're in Europe." <laughs> you don't have ketchup? Oh, because we're in Europe, not California. <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon the is out, out, there's never a doubt. doubt. The, the moon, moon is, is cool. cool. And when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell too and it helps you out not just while traveling but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> the moon, moon is cool. Cool cool cool. 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 <laughs> the moon is cool. <laughs> cool cool cool. Tear pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. 
And Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow, green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Oh boy, Mitch, Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up? Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. This is true. She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. 
Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, (laughs) and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with John Daly, our guest, returning to the show to review... The sixth biggest pizza chain in America, Marco's wow. Pizza. Are wow. you, were you guys are you guys as staggered as I am to learn that Marco's Pizza is number six? That's really saying something because I had never heard of it before. You guys said you know you were going to uh, do it. To I'm aware. To yeah, I'm it. aware of it just from being aware of the chain restaurant industry, and I knew that they had opened some in Southern California in the in recent years. But I am still it's still kind of flabbergasting that it yeah. is this this big of a chain but it might be like a hot a hot open or something like that that's what they call it right a hot open Hot open. <laughs> um anyway it might be you know it, they might be gaming the system in some over expanding could run out of mm. gas that's what happens yeah. with franchises i will say this place has existed since 1978 also from the that's, uh from that the is crazy to me wow yeah, the fact that it, the it, fact that it's that it's also existed for this long is a thing that really i'm like what i have never heard or seen this or anything I think yeah. I think it is a it is more of a I, I think what it is is that it was more of an Ohio staple. Um, mm-hmm. Ohioan listeners can can chime in if they are aware of Marco, Marco's Pizza, but it, it existed in Ohio and then expanded, uh, uh, kind of spiderwebbed across the country. In in like recent in like the past decade or so, it kind of just turned into a national franchise, but it was a little bit more regional for a while. But yeah, around 930 locations, uh, which puts it just behind Papa Murphy's, which you know Papa Murphy's, right, Mitch? A little bit. You know what? Ohio knows their food. They're like a good, they're like a good anchor for the continent. You know that North America is never going to slip away with Ohio right in the center there, weighing us. (laughs) (laughs) The Rust Belt always a source of of hearty, uh, oftentimes debilitating food, but but very very good food. Uh, I I don't know Papa Murphy's that well, Um, but that is a New England chain, right? Papa Murphy's, I guess. I guess so. I, I, that that to me. Now does I'm not downing sound. everything. Oh, Papa Gino's, you're talking about. Are you talking about no, Papa was, Gino's? No, I'm talking Papa Murphy's. Papa John's. Oh, I don't. I don't really know Papa Murphy's. I've Am never so- heard of that. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up real quick. Where where Papa Murphy's origin is? Because I always assume I probably thought it was Papa Gino's. Have you been to Mellow Mushroom? No, I have not. What is that? I've had I've had Mellow Mushroom. It's a very popular chain. I think they're like number eight or something like that. But that's there was one in North Carolina. I was there for a while and went to the Mellow Mushroom. That was pretty good. I had Mellow Mushroom in Atlanta when I was in Atlanta. Uh, I, I had some Mellow Mushroom. It was, and it's good. It's like a, like a you, you know how like Domino's used to feel like it had like tons of tiny slices. Like a yes, like a Mellow Mushroom is like one of those things where like one pizza is like twenty four slices of of pizza. It's like a it's. It's cut pretty thin. You know what I'm saying? Wow. 
Uh, well, Papa Murphy's is apparently not from the New England at all. It's from the Pacific Northwest. I was wrong. Mm. Founded in Vancouver, Washington. There's both a Vancouver, British Columbia, oh. and a Vancouver, Washington. And this is a take-and-bake It's a take-and-bake. Take I have yeah. heard of this. Okay, yes. Yeah, so it's 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 very well known. It's another one we probably should review at some point. But none of us had Marco's Pizza prior to today. This was our maiden voyage at Marco's. Um, and I guess we should we should get into what we ordered. Uh, Mitch, you mm-hmm. had yours a, a little bit ago because we ended up rescheduling this recording. Um, but tell us what you what you got from Marco's Pizza. All right, I got. I it, 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 you you kind of threw this on me. Hold on a second. I can go first <laughs> while you're while you're getting this. All right, go for it. So what I got from Marco's Pizza, I went and I got carry out, uh, mm-hmm. and I got the. The first thing I'll say, you know what? Let's let's do this. We'll break it down by category because they have a, a a few different things they are trying to do. Let's start with the pizza. I got mm-hmm. one pizza. I was just like, I'm just gonna get it down the middle, straight ahead pizza. I got their pepperoni magnifico pizza, which is pepperoni, uh, romazon seasoning. I assume a portmanteau of romano and parmesan, and our original sauce and signature three three cheeses. So there's a lot of cheese on this bad boy. There's like a there's like a dusting of this Romazon on top of it, um, a lot of pepperoni. And they're, they're these little cuppy pepperonis that I really like. They're though, those crisped yeah. up pepperonis. They, we'll get into it, but there's two pepperoni options. Oh, yes, there's two pepperonis on there. There's pepperoni and old world pepperoni, which are, are both mm-hmm. on this 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 pie. Uh, and the, the sauce, which has just a, a touch of sweetness to it, but I didn't find uh, too off-putting. I thought this was a quality chain pepperoni pizza. Like, I bit into this, and I was like, yeah, this is getting the job done. And you know what? I did the I, I I revisited it by putting it in the fridge overnight. I love a mm. cold pizza. One you know one of the classic leftover. I had some cold pizza the next day, and it was good. It was satisfying. I mean, the crust mm. is a little dry, but beyond that, I have no complaints about this as a chain restaurant pizza, as a as a as a takeout pizza. Uh, Mitch, what did you get pizza wise? We, we the, remember the leftovers. The uh, the when we used to do the leftovers. Oh yes, great segment. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> we take food from the day before, put it in a fridge, and then revisit it the next day and see how it held up. Did you have to yeah, eat a lot it? Of or, could you microwave it, or was it cold? We usually we, had it. We cold. usually ate it cold. Yeah. Right. yeah. So I got Love I got it. a few things. If we're talking if we're talking just pizza, we're gonna save we're gonna save the other stuff outside. Let's of it. let's start with pizza and then we'll move on. Well, I got three pizzas. <laughs> um, but I also got one that was um a pizza bowl. So should I hold on to that? Whoa. We can get into the pizza bowl, but let's let t- start with your pizzas. All right. The two pizzas I got is, you know that I judge a pizza place by its cheese pizza. So I got one large cheese pizza. Yes. And then, and then I got, so I, with that, I got the garlic dipping sauce. And then uh, and I got just the original crust. And then I also got a small, thin crust pizza, crispy thin crust with garlic crust topper, old world pepperoni, onions, sausage, and a jalapeno ranch dipping sauce. Um, the cheese pizza, when I ate it, it reminded me so much of old school Domino's meets Papa John's kind of, it was like a, it was a combo of the two, a little Papa John's-y and, and, and kind of the similar feeling of like an old school Domino's pizza from like, from like 30 years ago. Yes. Like when I first remember having it and it was hot and it was, and the, the quality was good and eating it. I was like, this is not like the best cheese pizza but this came hot and fresh, and it's tasting good. And then when I had that thin crust pizza with the sausage and the pepperoni, that's where I said, "Begun the pizza wars have." 
Weiger. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is this another Galaxy's Edge feature you're pitching? I was gonna, I was gonna save this, I was gonna save this for the my my lap, but, and I'll say it again in my final review. But that thought when I ate it, I said, "Welcome to the Pizza Wars, Demarcos," because that thin crust was so good. It was like, and also just the quality of the ingredients, it the the of the thin crust, it, it, it the 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 toppings, the old world pepperoni, the sausage and the onion, it was it was fantastic. I like I I wow, I really 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 liked it. Now, Mitch, when we had Munch Madness, uh, or, uh, or, or the Tournament of Champions a few years back, where Domino's came out on top, are you saying if Marco's Pizza had been an entrant, it could have possibly won the slices right? It would have been a strong contender, for sure. Wow. Wow. I, think I, I mean, just for like a basic, and we can get into the other stuff too, but like those, th- those two pizzas, and I wasn't as blown away, which is... The thing that I that I kind of, but it was still good, but I wasn't as blown away by the 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 cheese as much. Yes, which is but kind I, I of will, how I judge. And and that's fair. And and you did your due diligence by trying a few different pies. I will say that yes, as uh, the pizza part of Marco's Pizza, I think uh, absolutely like that is the strength of their menu. From t- tasting all their offerings, they are doing a good pizza there, and that can't mm-hmm. be discounted because that is the centrality of their concept. John Daly, what did you get pizza-wise <laughs> from Marco's Pizza? Um, I got a – so I just went there. Um, <clears throat> wow. This afternoon, kind of like – was in a bit of a rush, but I got – what I got was a, a supreme pizza. Uh, well, I mean, really just like Italian sausage, green pepper, white onion with a Parmesan – crust topper and then i and then i got a greek salad which unfortunately i did not get and then uh they just left it out of the bag and then i got for dessert a (laughs) hilarious thing what is it called a cinnamon it's some kind of i don't have it in front of me but it's a cinnamon i'll bring up the menu it's basically pizza dough in a in a cardboard box with cinnamon and sugar on it and Hey, and I know you guys will be into this, especially. I saw those. Um, yeah, it comes with a. Because uh, I know you guys are into uh, anything that comes with a uh, tube of frosting. <laughs> and, wow, look uh, at that! So uh, I'm showing them a tube of frosting on the uh, video right now. Um, so yeah, that's you, a, squirt, that's, you squirt the. There's frosting plenty of on those this. in the Weiger household, is what I was going to say. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> um. Uh. Okay. So yeah, I. I. Uh, you They're know, called the Cine squares, by the way. Cinesquares, yeah. So I got yes. the Cinesquares. Um, I, uh, yeah, I didn't, you know, I just, I, what are the rules of this show again? It has to do what it is doing. <laughs> it has to do the thing that it is and be the thing. I just didn't, you know, it did, Mitch, it reminded me of actually a little bit of tomato pie. I have to say the the good parts of it reminded me of tomato pie, the mm. innards of it, the, the, uh, the sauce. It wasn't bad. I was like... It's a little, yeah, I got a small pizza. I wonder if I had gotten a large pizza, what it would look like. Because a small pizza, like, I was missing a crust, like a pizza crust that is substantial. It was kind of like, it was kind of like, you know, the cheese and everything. And then it was kind of like a down slope instead of being right. like a, a puffy crust up. And mm. uh, so I kind of was missing that. And it was a little, the ingredients tasted good, though. The sausage tasted good. It was, it was, uh. It was it was pretty good, but um, I I wanted to draw your attention to the side of the box. Hold on, John is picking up the pizza box. I've got the box right here. I'm showing these guys on the video. I've got the box right here. 
Marco's Pizza on the one end, and on the other end, you got Hormel Foods. Wow. Oh. Hormel Foods. So it's it's Hormel Foods is on their pizza box. So that makes me think, you know, when I think of Hormel Foods, uh, foods all I think of is like a killing floor at a factory farm. So yes. it's just, it's like the stuff that the Tiger mm. King, it's like the meat that the Tiger King puts into his, into <laughs> his food. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, you know, so I saw that and I was just kind of like, oh, right, it's Hormel. It's like canned. But it, that, yes. But not, not to say that it wasn't like, it wasn't unenjoyable. It was good. It was good. Um, but I, I would, I think that's fair. I think that probably the caliber of, of meat product and, and vegetables that they are sourcing are not, you know, they're certainly not doing anything above and beyond what the industry at large does that's what i was so, thinking like would Domino's yeah. or would would uh yeah little caesars or Domino's kind of be that much worse or better like it feels kind right. of the same Domino's used to have that on the side of the box i remember specifically that like real like the dairy symbol on the side of the box do you remember that like yeah made, like cheese made with 100 percent dairy or whatever what the fuck it was um because <laughs> there was a time where people were worried about artificial cheese I think they yeah. were having like like a lot of times like a cheese food or a cheese stuff was being used, and then they eventually right. the the pendulum swung back towards hey we're using real cheese check us out oh yeah with milk instead of just oil products yeah. right yeah I want I want to say John just to, just to be clear what I really really enjoyed was the the thin crust and I and and like that that taste of like Domino old school Domino's times Papa John's was very much a nostalgic taste which comes from something that was like, you know, like 30 years ago, that Domino's taste was like very like almost cardboardy and very processed and you know right. what I mean? But still yeah. enjoyable. But uh, I could see it for me. I was the, the thin crust blew me away. So if you only did wow. the, the regular style, I could see it not being as good. And, the, and, yeah. and like I said, the cheese style like didn't blow me away. But I still thought, especially the fact that it was just delivered hot and fresh, which, you know, is a gamble anyways, because I got delivery. Um, but I also did the, the thing, the thing that I also liked was that was the, was the, uh, the crustless pizza that I got. Yeah. So this um, was the, these are the pizza bowls they offer. I got myself the bowls. deluxe, the deluxe pizza bowl, which is, you know, Likes. pepperoni, sausage, mushrooms, green peppers, and onions. And then it just comes in like a tub with no crust. <laughs> I wish I was in a tub of <laughs> with, no <laughs> with no crust. With no crust. Wags, I too got myself a, a deluxe pizza bowl. Yeah. What do you think? It also has that Romazon seasoning on top. A, mm -hmm. a, it was good. It's very, very gooey. Ooey gooey, so soft and chewy, I like to say. And that, that was definitely the case here. Like a it gets it's that oil kind of really gets sopped up in there when it does when mm -hmm. it's not spread over crust. It just kind of, you know, gets into the crevices of the melted cheese. Uh, which is, you know, not not necessarily the worst thing flavor-wise, but maybe not the best thing health-wise, if this is considered to be like kind of their their low carb option. Um, but I will say not even the whatever, fucking whatever. Anyway, I was gonna say is that the <laughs> Because they'll just they'll say if you're eating low carbs that fine you can drink a cup of olive oil if you want they'll say that that's I don't know how healthy that actually is for you but they will say that is technically I commend fine. I commend them for them for people who are trying not to eat any or trying not to eat any carbs at all and they're giving them some sort of option it's nice that that is offered 
I will say that I don't think the array of toppings here was necessarily like because the the bowls you you can't really customize to the same level they just have a few different prefab bowls and i think Mm. like this especially the presence of the mushrooms just made it mushy and that's that's the issue here i wish they had a little a few more like i don't know just something with a little bit of crunch something to to, do they have cheese just make it yeah, there's cheese in there. There's cheese in there, and there's and there's sauce. So, and there's sauce like, as well. So it, it just kind of like like a like a you know sometimes you get a chipotle bowl and it's right. just like a big like wet goop like that's your your <laughs> your, your big like mashed meal yeah your gruel basically. So Wags, I'm thinking what you're saying is it needed like a crust element. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> I also got I got myself a a Pepsi by the way because this is on fun my my Sunday Um, and uh, I got myself some cheesy bread wags and the cheesy bread was really well done I got some garlic dipping sauce with that all the dipping sauce was great like I said I got um, garlic dipping sauce Uh, I got two of those actually Um, and then I got a a jalapeno ranch dipping sauce as well I got that as well great dipping sauce I like that one a lot. It was good. The dipping sauces were, were were impressive, and then there was a marinara sauce that came with the cheesy bread. the 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 cheesy bread was good. I enjoyed the cheesy bread quite a bit. It was it, it was well done. Actual cheese on the like a like kind of like Domino's has moved to like their cheesy bread is inside of the inside of yes. the, the the cheese sticks now. This is the on top of them, and it's nice. a, and it's and it's well done. It tastes it's good. They're good all around. Honestly, all around, it was a it was it was a decent meal. It wasn't like the best pizza, sure. of course, but pretty strong. Um, yeah. I have a couple a couple other things that I that uh, to t- touch on beyond the pepperoni pizza and the pizza bowl. I also got a veggie sub, uh, which had mushrooms, green peppers, wow. onions, wow. olives, tomatoes, and cheddar cheese on it, and sub dressing. They they seem to be highlighting their sub side of their menu. So I was like, I want to try one of these sandwiches. This was awful. It was really bad. Uh, the the vegetables had no flavor. Again, just kind of a bushy texture inside. Yeah, this this I would never get again. Um, the to the be wings fair, I got, I, to be fair, I would never get that ever. Right, I I agree that it's like a thing that maybe I like I you should look at and say that doesn't sound good. Maybe I shouldn't get it. And I would say if that's trust your instinct in that case because that was my my gut feeling going in is like this doesn't look good, but I wanted to try it. But you want to taste it. Yeah, I wonder if you were like the first person in the history of Marcos to <laughs> to, to order a pizza bowl and the veggie sub. <laughs> um, I also got some wings, classic chicken wings, mm, and uh, they're buffalo wings, uh, breaded. I would just say I, I don't know if there's necessarily a reason to get them unless you're like, hey, pizza and wings is my thing, which I know a lot of people that's that's the like a burger with fries. They like to get wings with their pizza. These were fine. They were like replacement level wings, a little bit of mm. breading on them. Nice and meaty, which was good. Uh, probably not the How best. How were they fat-wise? You know, pro- were they fatty or? A little fatty. You know, I, okay. I mean, I think this was probably just just whatever they got from Hormel or Cisco or whatever their their <laughs> their factory farm meat source is. Uh, but the, the buffalo sauce was decent on it. The blue cheese dipping sauce, al contraire versus the jalapeno ranch dipping sauce, was pretty bad. I thought just Ooh, had like hmm. just had really really bad blue cheese flavor. The ranch, uh, it, it, the, no, the blue cheese dipping sauce that I had. Oh, okay. it, it just tasted like really artificial and and unpleasant. The blue cheese itself mm. was chalky. Just a bad blue yeah. cheese dressing, which was a bummer. Ooh, chalky, oh. yeah. 
How do you mess up a dipping sauce? You would think it would be a no-brainer, especially Jeez. as a wing accompaniment. A blue cheese, the classic wing accompaniment, but they just did not have a good blue cheese dipping sauce there. And then the final thing I got, uh, you mentioned you got your one dessert, the Cine Squares, John mm-hmm. Daly. I got the other dessert they offer, the double chocolate brownie, uh, which is just a a big big sheet pan basically of of brownie and then a bunch of of uh, chocolate drizzled on top of it to give it a little bit of moisture. It was just cakey and gross, like no, not at all worth the calories, not at all mm. worth the sugar. That's that's how I felt about this uh, this cinnamon square, the cinnamon squares. It's just a sheet kit. It's a sheet of just cinnamon squares, which is like pizza dough with. There's no like I, my note is like give get put butter on it, like put yeah. a bunch of like butter because it's dry and you're squirting frosting on this dry thing which is like slightly more pleasant but there's no like cinnamon rollness to it it's just right. cinnamon bread yeah it's not yeah, good the, it's not a, they didn't do a good job i would say the asset uh, like you the asset you have as a pizzeria is you got that pizza oven you'd think you could make a toothsome dessert in it but it's just like this it was just cooked to hell it was you, when you cook a good brownie it's got to be kind of almost like a little undercooked so it's still got that right. moisture to it and and this is not this just did not have that. It was just like pure. It was like cooked to hell, and it was super duper cakey, and and didn't have a lot of flavor to it. Um, Mitch, Mitch what else? What else do we miss in your rundown? Anything else you got that we didn't talk about? No, no, that was that was. I got the I got the three. I got the Pepsi, the cheesy breadsticks, the pizza bowl, and then the two pizzas. I mean, I got so much at that point, and live alone, and uh, you know, there, an embarrassment factor starts coming when. The delivery guy can barely hand you all the items you have. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I I should have gotten more. I just got the small pizza in the, in the, the uh, Dasani and the, uh, the Cine Squares, but, uh, yeah. You did did more than enough. You you did more than enough. Yeah. This, you you can definitely judge on that. I mean, my, my total was up to $80, which, uh, we, oh, we, but I just, I just went, I went to a grocery store and got 27 items that Nick, I talked to you about this. But that that came to about the same price, so like, kind of hefty price, a little bit hefty. But I will say that like, for me, it came hot. It it seemed fresh. It seemed pretty pretty good. And then also the boxing, the boxing is like unlike any other pizza place I've seen. It's like yeah, <laughs> a movie. It's like a like like a movie that doesn't understand what like pizza boxes are and like. <laughs> In the United it's, States or something like it, it just is like there's so much on it. It's green. It's trying it's, too it's, hard. It's a like it's it's in color. It's like and there's like pictures of the like right. There's pictures of the pizza on there, but it does give you reheating instructions on there, which I thought was nice. It's a nice little touch. Yes, but a, a little little too much going on with that pizza box. One might even say it's ungapachka. Simplify oh, that you. a little bit. Too much <laughs> going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should get to our final thoughts on Marco's Pizza. Uh, so mm. we'll each go around. We'll give this a or give a summation of our experience, and then end by giving it a fork rating zero to five forks. Uh, John Daly, you are our guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with you. Your thoughts. Your fork rating. Marco's Pizza. Um, I don't want to be too harsh on Marco's because I, you know, if it's basically it comes down to this. If I was going to a friend's place and they had a game on i would and and it was like a bunch of people and there was marcos there i'd be like all right that's 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 the all right that's the all right i'd be like all right you know when that's not negative it's like yeah if it were if it were little caesars i'd be like 
oh man, I might not even have it. But you know, I would eat it if it was Marcos and that green box. I saw that trademark green box. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, the the CineSquares really did bring it down. It was such a lazy thing. Like, don't even do it. And um, I would, ah, man, I got to give it like, uh, you know, two forks, three tines, maybe. Hey, wow. pretty good score. Two forks, three tines from Is John Daly. Is that out of, I mean, it's out it, of four? It's a decent score. It's out of five forks. So you're, five you're, forks. So you're right basically in the right in the middle. The, yeah. That's that's what I want. Yeah, right in the middle. Two two forks, three tines from John Daly. Spoon Man Mike Mitchell, go for it. I'm slightly surprised by this, and I, and I wonder, what Nick, what your review will be. But for me, that, I like I said, that thin crust pizza, I was like, I might, this might be my, I might get this over Domino some night. Like, you have the wow. cheese sticks. Get the cheese sticks and a, and a, and the, uh, that that thin crust pizza with pepperoni and sausage. I just thought that the toppings were, I thought the toppings were really good quality. Like I I thought the sausage was great, and I thought that old world pepperoni really cupped up and was great. Um, and I actually I enjoyed the sauce. I like it is like a processed kind of whatever chain, but I think it's one that I enjoy, and I think that I get to welcome it to the pizza wars and say four forks. Wow. Wow. High score from the Spoon Man. Four I, forks. I, I liked Marcos. Yeah. Wow. Begun these pizza wars have indeed. <laughs> uh, I really, I did enjoy, let me say this. Let me put it this way. I liked Marcos pizza for the pizza. And I think if mm. we're going back to the premise of the podcast, which you alluded to earlier daily, uh, how is this, uh, you know, how does this chain achieve what it is trying to do? Mm-hmm. If you think if you view Marco's Pizza as a chain pizzeria, it's mm-hmm. doing a good job. It the, this is a quality pizza, and it kind of it, I mean it, it. I had no expectations, uh, but it definitely went beyond what I thought was possible from this place. I will say that the deluxe pizza bowl and the the chicken wings were both fine. You know, I, I I probably wouldn't get the pizza bowl again. If I ordered a pizza from Marco's and I wanted wings, I would get the wings again. But neither of those were... Th- There's nothing really necessarily uh, that they would criticize. I mean, there are things I would criticize, but there's nothing that I would say, like, this is a this is a reason I would not get this. They're, they're, they're fine items. The pizza was legitimately good. The veggie sub and the, the, the double chocolate brownie were gross. Stay away from the dessert. Stay away from the sandwiches. Stick to pizza. Uh, stick to what they do there. Stick to what their chain is named after. And I think if you do that, I think you're going to have a nice time at Marco's Pizza. Mm-hmm. For that reason, I'm going to land between you guys. And I'm going to say this is a straight straight down the middle three-forker. This is a three-fork oh. chain. Hmm. Three forks for Marco's Pizza. All right. All right. I see oh. that. It doesn't even have it doesn't have a LeBron figure <laughs> like Blaze Pizza. Have you guys yeah. done Blaze Pizza yet? We have not reviewed. We Blaze not was a participant yeah, that's crazy. in the the tournament of champions. The slice is right, but we have not actually reviewed. Oh, okay. Blaze Pizza. Yeah, it should have an NBA player. I mean, Dwayne yeah, Wade is a, was is attached to eight hundred degrees. Yeah, LeBron's got Blaze. Get get shacks with Papa John's. Yeah, get a, Mar- get a, come on, Marco. Come on, Marco. Get a fucking NBA endorser. Yeah, get on it. What's Kristaps Porzingis up to? Porzingis could be the Marco's Pizza guy. Is there a Marco something? Uh, there's Marco Bellinelli, three-point specialist. That's a perfect... Wow. And Come he's on. Italian. Bellinelli. Get Bellinelli in there. A Bellinelli sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a Bellinelli crust topper. 
man. Uh, that was our review of Marco's Pizza. It's time for a segment. We've got a food stuff. We're going to decide if it's worth putting in your mouth. It's another edition of Snack or Whack. Wags, breaking chews. Darko Milicic has signed a deal with Marco's Pizza. He's wow, the new they're bringing in Darko. <laughs> Retired, famous bust for the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. Darko is going to be the face of the franchise. I'm surprised by this decision, but hey, hopefully it, it works out for both parties. There was a great, I think, 30 for 30 on him, and it, it, he seems like a good guy. It, like a, I think you feel for him. I think on Impossible Darko, Impossible right? expectations, yeah. Yeah. Le, was like LeBron number one, Darko number two, Carmelo Anthony number Carmelo three. three, yeah. And then like Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh were also in that draft. Chris Bosh were in that. Yeah, yeah really tough. Uh, but hey, let, moving on from NBA bus to uh, to frozen treats. We've got some Nomad Ice Pops. These are courtesy of John Escobar. And uh, John writes, uh, Hello, Doughboys crew. We do handmade whole fruit ice pops and have been doing it for three years now. We have closed our storefront and moved to delivery only for the time being. Uh, he all, John Escobar also adds, P.S. My girlfriend and I have been listening since the beginning, gone to every show you've had in L.A. You could argue our shared admiration and listenership of the pod is our biggest flaw as a couple, but we love our Doughboys. I agree with that assessment there, John. Uh, Nomad Ice Pops, that's what we're having. You got you guys have saved some of yours. I ate all of mine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say off the I'm gonna just say off the bat. Look, they sent us some of these ice pops, and I'll be honest with you. Here's the deal: <laughs> the Doughboys can't be bought. Correct. So when you send us Nomad Ice Pops, and you think you're just gonna get a good review, it might not happen. It's true. But yeah, today, that, was ass, that was a really ass-kissy email is what you're getting. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to get in our good graces by saying you like our dog shit show. I love you. We're going <laughs> to tell you yeah. what we think for real about your, your, your frozen <laughs> treats, regardless. But good news for Nomad Ice Pops, because their product is good as hell. I enjoyed basically every single one of these pops I had. I thought they were phenomenal. We can talk yes. about them. We can talk about them. With what, do you want me to give you? Want me to run a quickly run through the list of what we got, Wags? Yeah, go run through and then and then note any of your favorites, and then I want to hear uh, John's take take as well. We got mango chili. We got is it is it lychee right? Lychee, lychee, cantaloupe and lychee. I should know that. Orange cream, that was one of my favorites. Pink lemonade, that was one of my favorites. Berry peach lemonade, also very good. Strawberry mint and chocolate, I liked that a lot. Vanilla coconut raspberry, vanilla coconut blueberry, pistachio with chocolate, salted peanut butter and honey with chocolate, that was also one of my very favorites. And Vietnamese coffee, maybe my favorite of all. Vietnamese coffee was delightful. I've had a few of these. I haven't had all of them as of this recording, but we got these uh, the uh, uh, you know a, a, a week or so in advance of when we're actually gonna record this bad boy. Yeah, hold on. Uh, we've, we we we've had these for a couple weeks now. I didn't we've had these, these for a while. Night. So yeah, you didn't you didn't binge on these. I will say, the ones that stood out to me, the cantal- cantaloupe and lychee, I thought was delicious. I love the cantaloupe flavor. I found that so refreshing. I had that on a very hot day. I thought it was great. Vietnamese coffee, I agree, was great. Another one I'll note just because it surprised me. I didn't think the strawberry mint with chocolate was going to work, but it worked mm. swimmingly. It was a delightful combination. Uh, you can tell it's, it's high quality product. You can tell it's real fruit. Uh, and and the one I'm eating right now, which I have not had yet, is the vanilla coconut blueberry, which is coconut milk, vanilla extract, and blueberries and cane sugar. 
And that one also uh, very refreshing, like the creamsicle. It, it, it's also, you know, a, got just like that little element of uh, not dairy, but, you know, a dairy substitute. And we are creamsmen, Mitch. Um, and, I, and I like that no, attribute. I'm it not, doesn't, doesn't overwhelm it. I'm not one of the uh, creamsmen. So I, I'm eating this blueberry uh, vanilla coconut right, right now. You're creamsman, uh, and I'm liking this. Daily, are you are you noshing on something as well? You've got a nice pop in front of you. Um, let me open one up here. I um, I have to say I have one, two, three, four, five left, six left. So wow. I um I did I ate I had a, this was a roller coaster for me. I have to be honest. Um, because the first one I ate was to me. I was like, what the F and what, <laughs> why, why did you do this? And that one in particular was the salted peanut butter and honey with chocolate. I just mm. disliked the texture and first it was a bad one to start with. Oh, that's, that was my, that was like my second favorite one. I loved that one. Really? Okay. Well, maybe mm-hmm. it's my own personal peanut. I don't like like frozen peanut. I love peanut butter, but not like frozen necessarily. Okay. Yeah. But then I had, I have to say, one of the top five popsicle experiences of my entire life with the mango wow. chili. The mango chili. The mango, mango chili is actively hot. It has heat on your tongue. And yep. then you get down to the bottom and the heat stops, but you're just eating the mango ice cream. And it is a brilliantly, I got to say, like that reminded me of like real popsicle experience. Like I was just like, oh my God. Wow, the beauty of popsicle! <laughs> like I don't think about them, but it it really did. Like uh, it did. Like wow, this is an incredibly brilliant thing you did here. And there's salt on the outside, so it's like it's really beautiful. And then I love. I didn't like. I love the idea that there's coconut milk in it. It's like because it, it's like it is. It's less harsh on your system, I guess. Yes. Um, I really like the cantaloupe lychee. Um, I still have the pistachio chocolate, and I love the. Uh, Vanilla coconut raspberry, the the like coconut raspberry and coconut blueberry, um, very well made. Yeah, these were these were, you know, like top notch, like really good. They're really really well made. John, which ones do you have left there? Because we can we can recommend one for you if you. I have Vietnamese Vien- coffee. I loved um, it. Do you like yeah, Vietnamese coffee? Stand out. Yeah, it's so good. I'm gonna try this Vietnamese coffee. I'm gonna try not to smack my lips. I'm sorry if I. Um, <laughs> I've been uh, wheeling back from the microphone as I've been I've been munching on this vanilla coconut oh, blueberry wow. ice pop, and I as wow. as I was doing so, I flung my ice pop up accidentally wildly and hit myself in the brim of my hat. Oh no! Was, wow. That, that but that's got to be like a common summertime faux pas, right? You're you're out in the beach with an ice pop and you got your you got a a, a big hat on. Mm-hmm. You hit yourself in the brim of your hat with your ice pop. It's got to happen. Oh, I'm sure over, over the course of of time it's happened at least a few times definitely i i um you know what's funny i just gave up coffee for wow you know just COVID. i i stopped drinking coffee um oh, I'm sorry a, i don't know but i just ate coffee and it's interesting to feel like i didn't think it would be that real because the nomad popsicle coffee popsicle is like drinking coffee it's beautifully made yeah. it's great it's a very good it's really really well done do you have the orange yeah. cream have you tried that one yet i loved the orange cream um, that, one's, one. that one's gone, but I have the blueberry cream, and I have the uh, pistachio chocolate. Maybe I'll try the pistachio chocolate. That's the most exotic kind of weird. I wonder if one. you'll like it because if if you if you if you're so so on the salted peanut butter, I wonder how you feel about it. But I'll I'll say my top four were the Vietnamese coffee, the salted peanut butter and honey with chocolate, the pink lemonade and the orange cream. If you if you and look this 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 place it opened it was opening up this summer. 
where all their business, you know, their business was supposed to about to start right now in the summertime. Yeah, they were opening a storefront, and then obviously everything happened. And everything happened, and and so if it, honestly, I think these are top tier. Mm-hmm. I would give these five forks if we were reviewing them, and 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 obviously these are snacks for me, but um, but give them give them a shot if you can because they're I think they're really really good. Yeah, definitely definitely snack for me. That email is also old. the The store is now has been reopened. I think since we since we got these pops. So I think if you live in San Gabriel, the store is open again. Great. Okay, I got a review on the the <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, it's not. I don't. I I don't want to slow it down with slow down my praise. The pistachio is not my favorite, but this stuff is transcendent popsicle. Wow. Really, really good stuff in general. Just the nut. The nut ones, they're not my thing. Um, because these are excellent pops. And the pink lemonade, by the way, was another beautiful, like perfect. That one's thing. great. Pink That's lemonade. Really, really yeah, and the uh and the uh, the mango chili, which you mentioned, which I, d- I didn't also shout out, but I that was another one of my favorites. Very, very refreshing. And just and I, that that's to me what I want from a popsicle. Wags, are you are you a liquor or a biter? Same for you, John. Oh, I I'm a biter. I'm a, I take big beady chomps. I'm definitely a a biter. Like I'll definitely lick at first, and uh, then I'll just take a big bite and chew it with my back teeth. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Mitch? For 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 a couple of these, like the salted peanut butter and chocolate, and the and the pistachio and chocolate, I think like you kind of had to bite. And then when I got down to the the peanut butter bar, I kind of sucked on it a little bit. But I was I was I was I was a sucker for a lot of these, and I like I would wow. I would suck suck and then bite. Because you really get some good flavor, especially with like that coffee one. You get some really good flavors if you if you are licking and sucking. All right, oh man, that's okay, All right. that's enough Come drop on. material. You know, you know what you're doing. Yeah, you're feeding the drops, <laughs> <laughs> baiting baiting them. Uh, I'm a I'm a biter, not a licker. Again, not a good asset for a Gigolo Joe Mecca, um, but <laughs> that's where we are. Why? Well, I hope when you were doing your own, when you're doing your thing with yourself, it wasn't the same thing. All right, nomadicepops.com. Again, the Doughboys can't be bought. Uh, I'm saying when you were sucking your dick, I hope you didn't bite yes. your own dick. But you yes, said doing the thing with yourself. <laughs> oh, but you're doing the thing with yourself. It was. Um, I like how that came out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, it's it's, it's like how uh, Henny Youngman would talk about auto fellatio in like the fifties. <laughs> You're doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, NomadIcePops.com. Check them out if you are in the LA area. They can deliver, or apparently they have a storefront that is now open. Uh, but great product, snacks all around. Just like a restaurant with all your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. And hey, we got a voicemail today. Let's listen to this bad boy. Hey, Doe family. This is Logan from the Hampton Roads area in Virginia. Anyways, I've always been a bit of a Taco Bell skeptic for whatever reason. Just wasn't a fan growing up, and my dad always wanted to order it, so I guess I had, you know, some resentment towards the brand. But now that I'm an adult, you know, everyone loves Taco Bell, so I'm hoping you guys could (laughs) recommend some Taco Bell items to sort of sell someone like me on on Taco Bell you know what I should get there to change my mind uh thanks and uh have a lovely life it's a heavy trip that guy lays yeah. down man yeah <laughs> my Quite dad liked it so maybe I have an internal problem with it. <laughs> yeah definitely some self-psychoanalysis uh, the, connecting yeah. it to his his father by the way what a dream home 
for a little fat kid like me, if my dad was always wanting to get Taco Bell, my yeah, dad was always getting trashy food. Man, I can't. I can't imagine. You would have rebelled against that. You I would probably would have. Been would have. I probably would have been a fucking uh, uh, health health nut. You know what I got to say? This this guy. Yes. Fucking cheer up. You lived in the fucking. You lived the dream life. You little motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Was <laughs> like. It's like Richie Rich being like, I'm depressed. Fuck have you. A, yeah, have a nice life. Yeah, you do have a nice life. You had the opportunity. You had Taco Bell at your finger fingertips. Your entire uh, Daily, are you a are you a Taco Bell fan? Um, no, I'm not. I haven't oh, been wow. there. I haven't been there in uh, quite a while. Um, I would go and uh, quite a bit in college and get seven layer burritos. Hell and yeah. any kind of like, I was totally into getting like any new confection they've, they came up with, but it's just something about it makes me, um, feel deeply, deeply bad, uh, physically. <laughs> so I just, yeah. it, it's like a, and it's like an 18 hour thing. Like even back then, I just didn't know it was happening. Like my body hasn't changed that much. It's just not, it's just that I know when I feel bad now. <laughs> but uh, it took me so long to, to to build that brain body connection between what I put in my body and how I felt physically. Like yeah, I, I wasn't until like my mid twenties where I was like, oh wait, if I eat bad food, then I feel like shit. Yeah. That's the mm. reason I feel terrible. I used to eat like cornbread for lunch. Like I would just eat right. cornbread with like honey and butter and be like, Oh man, why do I why am I so sad? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- uh, I think, I mean, weirdly enough, Taco Bell has not been one that, like, really hurts me too much. Like, there are other places that, that, that will get to me, but Taco Bell, for whatever reason, I've always been okay with. Um, I think for someone who's trying to get into it, for the answer for me, I mean, for sure my answer is a cheesy gordita crunch. Great. Um, it, probably the one menu item that is just like, this is everything Taco Bell does that's mm-hmm. unique to this chain. I, I think I think you're absolutely right there. That's a great invention. Th- that's that's like a burrito that's soft with then a hard taco shell type thing, right? Yes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. More more akin to a taco, but yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a gordita on the outside and then like the the crunchy taco on the inside. But that to me and it, look a, a lot of a lot a lot of what Taco Bell is in in, in our our friend of the pod and a friend of all of us, John Gabris has said this before, but it is just like a different mix of like seven six or seven sauces it's like right a bunch of it's a mix of the the beef cheese and then like a lot of different sauces sour creams and everything all mixed into one but i think that you can do kind of like basic stuff at taco bell and it can like that cheesy roll up itself just like the cheese in a in in a little piece of a tortilla yes is great not bad and budget friendly some of that basic stuff is like the basic tacos or like a chicken soft taco people really love, but in like the the shredded chicken burrito is kind of like one of the more classic kind of simpler things that's really good. But for me, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a five layer burrito guy. I like the five layer burrito. I like the beefy Fritos burrito. I like a uh the the cheesy the nacho cheese Doritos Locos Taco Supreme. And and that cheesy gordita crunch, and then like a quesarito you could do too, but that basically kind of does it for me. That's that's everything that I love there. How about you, Wags? I mean, like, yeah. Also, you, just getting like a basic chalupa or whatever. But I want to hear what people think. 
Um, the so I mentioned that I you know I've I've, no, I've noted on the podcast before that I my allegiance is with Del Taco. I'm a Del dude. I I <laughs> we grew up with Del Taco. The first time I had Taco Bell was actually a bad experience at a friend's house. They were a Taco Bell family. And you got a, a cup of beans. I got a bean and cheese cup. That was what I ended up having because I just didn't know what to order because I was paralyzed because it wasn't what I was used to. Uh, but I have grown to love Taco Bell. We can even hear my evolution of 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 affection for Taco Bell growing over the course of this podcast. You, you've mentioned a bunch of items, Mitch, and if I was going to drill it down, Cheesy Gordy to Crunch was going to be my number one answer. That's what I would be, you know, top of the family feud board. I would also say uh, the Nacho Cheese Doritos Locos taco mm-hmm. like the the mm-hmm. doritos locos taco i feel like like those two items kind of like this is what taco bell brings and then if i was going to bring up another item honestly one that john daly mentioned the seven layer burrito mm-hmm. i think is just like a very it's 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 it again tells you everything you know about about taco bell i think if you get those three items plus you get a uh some baja blast to drink their their signature exclusive drink right that's what, that's what I was about to bring I bring up. I was going to say the frozen Baja Blast is the... Uh, I like yeah. the frozen one, but getting the regular Baja Blast. And also, something Either that works. you can't get, a, I can't get at a lot of places, a Diet Dew. If you don't want the cows, get a Diet Dew. I think if you go with, with, with something of that, something of that arrangement, and still nothing's working for you, then maybe Taco Bell just didn't hit you at the right point in your life. And maybe yeah. the negative association you have with it is just never going to be overcome. And that's okay. There are there are worse things in life than not liking Taco Bell. In fact, I, I would even say that's probably. <laughs> I would like to. I would like to uh, to hear you guys or what like you just you should be hired as Taco Bell Imagineers for the, like <laughs> how you just talked so lovingly about their food. But what it'd be well, it would be interesting to just you know just come up with a new item for them. Um, like I don't know if is, I even have the brain space to do it. I just realized, like, as you were saying the names, it's always just like Burigua. It's like a, it's right. like, you know, just a combo of two Mexican food words. So I don't know. Yeah. But that guy needs to calm down, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, man. Can, can, I, can I quickly say, can I quickly say that the current day Taco Bell Imagineers are doing a better job than the current day Disney Imagineers? Wow. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Del Taco, but yeah, Disney too. Yeah. You know what? Del Taco's added some stuff to their menu. They've they've added some things recently, Nick, and the new menu items are pretty good. Um, Yeah, Del Taco's doing bang up work. So would you go to one of these places in Los Angeles, like over like a real taco stand? Yes. Well, I mean, I think this goes back to what we were saying about Domino's Pizza versus like a place, a local pizzeria like Tomato Pie, which we hit on a few times. It's like sometimes you want specifically, I, I know this is not the authentic thing. I know this yeah. is the, uh, the you know, I think this is the fast food version. This is the nostalgic connection I have to this chain is why I want it. I, you, you, like, I understand that at an intellectual level, and, and still sometimes I'd rather go to a Del Taco or a Taco Bell than one of the many, many fine taquerias you have in the, the, in the City of Angels. I totally get that. Yeah. Gotcha. I, yeah. I, lo- I love Cactus Taqueria, but... Hey, you know, you can't get a crunch wrap supreme at at at, uh, at Cactus Taqueria. You know what I mean? That's the yeah. with real Doritos. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Cactus Taqueria has like the best, like my favorite burrito I've ever had. So it is, it is, it's truly that difference. But that's another one too. That crunch wrap supreme. I feel like 
chalupas, all that stuff. Try the basic versions of all those things, like uh, the gordita, chalupa, Crunchwrap Supremes, all those styles. You can just try kind of like the the more basic and then go more crazy as as, as you see fit. You know what I mean? Yes. Dip your toe yeah. in, Wags. <laughs> just dip your dip dip your with a cheesy roll up. Dip your toe in. Seems I like, like how we just dedic- <clears throat> dedicated ten minutes of the podcast to try to convince someone to tr- to give Taco Bell another chance. Can I give him another like, tip? Can I give him a yeah. tip? Get drunk before you do this. Honestly, get, that's great. Get drunk until you can barely walk, and then go into a Taco Bell with an empty stomach besides alcohol, and then do everything <laughs> they say. That'll be great. That that's I'm actually that is, I'm, that's a way to I'm do. I'm actually it. sober. I don't drink. In fact, that also is connected to my childhood. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Get drunk and drink, eat some Taco Bell, you fucking loser. Yeah, maybe find a shrink at a Taco Bell, weirdo. <laughs> if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Hey, Nick, quickly, yes. you, you and John got to say something to that guest, the, the, the guy who, who called in. Can I say one thing, too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, John Daly, thank you for returning to the show. Please, oh please God. come back thank sooner you. rather than later. Please, that was so great. I love it. Thank, uh, thanks so much, guys. Uh, John, anything you'd like to yeah, plug? Yeah, so funny. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, um, I uh, my short film I made with Bridie Elliott uh, that she directed is at the Palm Springs International Film Festival website right now for a week. And yeah. then I am, uh, yeah, uh, nothing, nothing else really. I'm going to be, uh, you know, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably do another live stream auction for, uh, charity. I don't know, but, uh, yeah, nothing's wow. happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, but, um, yeah. What's the, what's the name of the short film? It's called the feeling. Sorry. The, the feelings. feelings. Yes. The Check feeling. out the feeling Palm Springs film festival website. Yes, I was gonna say. I was gonna quickly say we had a Doughboys double session today where we did two episodes back to back, and it's a testament to how funny John Daly is that this episode is listenable at all because he's because he's such a funny man. So thank you for doing the pod. Thank you, John. Oh, cool. Well, thank you for giving me the scraps of your time. <laughs> yeah, we'll put we'll put Daly on the ass end. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. That was great. Thanks so much. That'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. Bye. See ya. Want more Doughboys? Check us out on Patreon. Join the Golden Plate Club for an extra episode every Tuesday, the Doughboys Double, which you can listen to on your favorite podcast app. Or join the Platinum Plate Club and get access to our Discord server, the Scored, to connect with fellow Dough fans and me and Mitch. Subscribe for the price of a combo meal only at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are available in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>